I don't know. We always, like we're we're in the works about making a movie and all that stuff and I just I that's one thing that I can't wait for. I can't wait for the problem solving. Yeah. You know? I no. can't wait for the I can't wait for the you know hey, we got to make this look like this. How are we going to do that? And we need to do it in five hours. I can't, like, I'm yeah. so excited for for the, the prospect of having to We don't have a makeup artist, then this guy needs a black eye. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, just, like, instantaneously, like, pulling a tooth. Yeah, right? so, <laughs> it's like, it's only going to hurt for a second, but you're going to look cool as fuck. If you have an actual black eye during this production, <laughs> yeah, I don't, and that's a me- that's metal, bro. Like that's a story for the DVD when it comes out and the special features. Like, we didn't content. Know. Like it's like we it's like we didn't know what we were gonna do. We needed to have uh, Robert needed to have a black eye, and it needed to be a black eye that we could replicate. And we didn't have a makeup artist or anything, so. Warren and insert actor that we get to play Robert they just went off somewhere and then he came back with a black eye and then I was like man how'd you do that and Warren's just like I convinced him to let him punch let me punch him in the face the old fashioned way the old (laughs) fashioned way welcome back to movie Sherpas Uh, yeah I don't know that's a good thing at this point I'm about ready to hang it up. <laughs> <I'm late. laughs> uh, was uh, welcome back to Movie Sherpas, where the uh, scenes are made up and the points don't matter. Um, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I'm I'm your I'm your host. I'm your host, Robin Leach, and uh, this is this is this is my co-host, Oprah. <laughs> Saucy. That's no, we're still the same people, still doing the same thing. We're winding down. I think we're getting a little delirious with this whole, uh, <clears throat> with these horror movies Dude, and everything, man. This is for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think that like everyone at this point, if, if if Twitter is anything to go by with how people are handling Halloween, I think by the end of this, like some something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> like people are watching <laughs> too much of this shit, man. Like. Yeah, no, you get a bit crazy. I, like, I, I really can't. Like, I, I love Halloween. Or every movie on this is totally worth watching. But part of me at this point, right now, we're recording this, like, dude, I need to watch something else. Like, I, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm really excited to move on. Um, just to explain that, like, the point that you guys are hearing this is the point that we're recording at two different points in time. So yes, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're we're much deeper down the list than than everyone else is. So like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're totally like, you know, there's only so many, you know, crushed head tent rapes I can watch. <laughs> like, exactly. I, <laughs> and and then it starts to get a bit exhausting. Oh fuck! What was that? It was like Malcolm in the. Malcolm in the Middle era, and there was like this other body spray that came out. Right Guard, do you remember that? Well, yeah, Right Guard, and then Bod. Right, Right Guard Extreme. <laughs> it was yeah. like Right Guard yeah. Extreme. Yeah, and it was like used like all these like it was fucking rollerbladers and shit that were sponsored yeah, by yeah, it and all yeah. that. It's like, man, what's up? This is fucking fruit booters. What are you talking yeah. about? 
sponsor. Like the hardest part about rollerblading is telling your parents that you like sucking dick. (laughs) 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 Oh god, I hope someone can clip that. That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Oh no. Movie Sherpas is brought to you by Right Guard. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Well, we are back and we're talking about yet another scary film. This one uh, is a fairly new film. It came out in 2020. Um, It's called The Dark and the Wicked. It's uh, written and directed by Brian Bertino, not Brian Boitano, not the... uh, the uh the the oh, the Brian ice Botano, dude. the ice <laughs> the ice dancing god no he's not uh he's not divulged into creating horror movies no uh Brian Bertino is uh, the director of this film and i i got to i got to say this one this one is it's another one of those it's another one of those films you've seen before you know which is not a which is not a bad thing on on the the horror list because Again, the movies on this list are are here because they are either unique in their own way and uh just in general or they are the uh the best and shining example of uh a film style or film type that you are familiar with. And this is uh this is a very a very dark disturbing a very dark, disur- disturbing, almost uh, cultist, demonic sort of film, uh, with a with some pretty significant twists and turns uh, throughout. Uh, this is a th- this is this is in some parts as much psychological as it is uh, as it is just straight paranormal and you know horror. Yeah. The thing I like about this movie as a as a whole is there's no help coming. It, right? Like, yeah, right off the bat, like this would have like what we talked about a couple episodes ago, like the expert or somebody who knows about this stuff or something like that. Like in this film, like pretty early on, it's like nope, <laughs> like nope, no one is. Uh, and 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 with films that deal with uh, the you know paranormal, the the demonic those types of things uh you're it's it's almost it's it's you go into it you go into it thinking that okay well you know at a certain point at a certain point someone's gonna know what to do yeah you know somebody's gonna just be the person that knows what to do and everything's gonna be okay and much like the much like the vigil which was a uh uh brand new take on the uh the watched body film uh this is a very this is a very i wouldn't say a brand new take but this is a very uh uh what's the word i'm looking for this is a very sexy yes uh this is a a very this is a very perilous take on the uh on the on the stranded type of film like this is like out in the middle of nowhere all the bad things are happening and there's no one that is coming to solve the problem for you 
you know, and that, that one can be, you can, you know, you could take that with any grain of salt that you want. You can take it with slashers. You can take the, the, the most fun, uh, is it when it's done with, uh, with creatures and, uh, and animal, like, uh, animal horror and all that kind of stuff. It's rare because those are few and far between good ones anyway. But, um, when, when a director is able to, when a director is able to, you know, tell you basically right off the bat, like, listen, none of, there's really nothing that's going to be good and happy in this film. And for them to tell you that and you watch it anyway, is it's something, yeah. right? Like it's, it, you, you can immediately turn your back on this film. And there are many times during it that you would want to. Um, but he really, really hammers home the whole like, no, you're you're in it to win it, just like the characters in the story are. So buckle the fuck in. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that. Um, I don't know really where to where to start. I guess we could buckle down like the the overall premise of it without giving too much away. Like, just right. what would be on the synopsis of it is, um, you know, two estranged siblings return to their family home to you know to be with their mother after the death of their father i believe mm-hmm. was that yep. correct um and things are a little weird but not too weird for you know because you you learn with these characters i thought the acting was really good but you're like you learn with these characters like what's going on and then it and then there's something lurking in between the lines Right, like mm-hmm. in between, because everything that in, within the film is almost very normal, right? Like, so the issues themselves are, are very normal issues, but there's this thing between reality that's actually present. You know, what I mean, like that—that's there. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. The set itself, like the the setting and the and the backdrop for this, is like. It would be creepy if it wasn't a horror film. Like it's just yeah. Like, this is this would be creepy. Really if uncomfortable. It was, yeah, if it was like a, if this was, if this was like kind of a dark coming of age or like a dark like a dark drama or something like that. Yeah, it would it would translate as the gates to hell, <laughs> even if it wasn't portrayed as the gates to hell. You know. Um, and yeah, totally. the, the acting performances are, are fantastic. You know, there's, uh, the, the two, the, <laughs> and it took me, uh, <clears throat> it took me a minute <clears throat> because <clears throat> our main characters' names are Lois and Michael Straker. And every time I heard Straker, the last name, I would think of Hot Fuzz Yes, and Mr. Staker. Yes, and Mr. Peter Ian Staker. Mr. P. I. Staker. Piss Taker. Come on! (laughs) (laughs) That shot into my head every single time. So it took me a minute to stop, you know, being a douche canoe and actually watch the movie. But, you know, uh, uh, Marin Ireland uh, Ireland and Michael Abbott Jr., they, they, they have been in... They have been in a bunch of movies. Uh, a lot, most notable, I think, uh, for most notable for Michael Abbott Jr. is probably Mud. That uh, twenty twelve, he played James in the movie Mud with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Um, that's I that's where that's where the the normal folk would know him from. But I mean, he's been in a bunch of different things, a bunch of different series, and 
Marin Ireland is also kind of an up and comer, but she's got a huge list of uh, list of credits to her name too. I mean, she was in uh, home. She was in Homeland, uh, Hell or High Water. Uh, that I think Hell or High Water. I think actually may have have had. It's like I think it's a Jeff Bridges film, which is pretty pretty cool. She was also in The Empty Man, which is another uh, uh, another movie that we didn't really have a look at because uh, it's you know it's it's one of those it's one of those pushed out horror movies that's in front of everybody. Um, didn't do incredibly well, but uh, yeah. they both put on. Uh, movies like this movies like this hinge on the helplessness of the main of the main characters you know or also i mean i suppose that the movies like this hinge on the perceived uh the perceived proficiency of the main characters and then we find out just how ill-prepared they actually are yeah no that I, I think this film, like, right off the bat, like, I, I, so, so, like, I think that, like, films within this thing usually give you, like, the first night free, you know? Like, yeah. And yeah, this like, film doesn't, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this yeah, film. they're straight away, <laughs> right in. Yeah, and, and, um, another thing I really liked about this film, I love the cover, I love the, the the graphic of this film like on because it's it's very rare that like the cover of a film reflects your experience of like watching it or like you know what i mean like kind of really matches it mm-hmm. and I, I feel like it does like it pull it's enough to pull you in but it doesn't give away so much but then you also kind of get what you expect almost like without it being predictable um i'm sorry <laughs> no you're good I went. And I was. I was trying to fix my mic, and I forgot that <laughs> I had F eight assigned to uh, another EQ, but I assigned it oh, earlier. Man. I assigned it earlier to fart. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit, oh, I hit F eight, and you're not going to be able to hear it. But you got to listen back to the podcast. I hit F eight is just. <laughs> It's just like <laughs> <laughs> like a big, big, nice, juicy one. Jeez, my goodness, that threw a monkey wrench into everything. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, um, I mean, where where do we go from here? I think. Uh, we were talking. We we're, we're, I mean, speaking on the, the the vulnerability, and and you said a great thing earlier. It's like these movies. These mu- movies usually give you time to like digest the setup. You know, they give they you do. they they give you even even classics like. I mean, we again. I really actually applaud us for not delving into a single uh, classic horror film in this entire list. We referenced them throughout, you know, as you do, but we didn't, we didn't waste your time with, uh, waste the listener's time with a movie they've seen a thousand times telling them what we think about it. Uh, but even movies that we reference like that, movies like The Exorcist give you time to digest the narrative. And they do that, and, and they do that to 
a, a different effect. They do that to disarm you. And like, well, we got to figure out what's wrong with this little girl and everything. It's, it's not a demon, whatever. And then, you know, all of a sudden Father Karras and the Exorcist are there. And the door slams and the, you're in the room with Satan himself. And you can't get out. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, this movie is you like, well, something weird's happening. And immediately weird shit starts happening. <laughs> it's almost like yeah. it's almost like a, like a parody movie in that way where you know yeah. it's just like shit's happening in the background as like people are moving and it's just like it's very uh there are scenes in this movie that are very disorienting not intentionally they're not like visually assaulting but they're like normally you'd normally you'd see you'd walk by the hallway and you'd think maybe like what is that was there someone back there there's ah no there was someone. in this movie you're like, well, there's someone at the end of the, there's so, there's someone at the end of the hall, bitch. Like there's, some, yeah, like, yeah. there's somebody, yeah. like it, it, it's some of this, the, some of the camera work and, and how, how long they hold on the, on the, uh, uh, the audience known scares is, yeah. is, is pretty ballsy. It, it, like I said, it's almost like, uh, like the parody funny horror films and stuff where it's like the killer is just blatantly in the background and it's like, yeah, just kind of waiting. It's, you know, it's just another day clocking in, you know? Yeah. Like the, no, the I, weird shapes and all the creatures and like the, not creatures are the, the demonic things in this movie. They, they hold on them instead of flash them. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, man. No, I think I, I, I agree. I think that, I mean, the movies you're referencing are, like, so old now that, like, it's about time that people are, like, breaking those rules. Yeah, absolutely. To to great benefit. And, and, and like, straight off the bat, I sit at, like, again, like, we, we don't spoil things here, but, like, as soon as the first thing that's peculiar happens, you're like... Oh, oh, okay. Like, yep. no, like we're not, we're not, we're not going at a snail's pace here. Like, no, this is like the boulder that chases Indiana Jones. Like we're like mm -hmm. fucking straight in. Yeah. We are on like, and running. Yeah. And, and it doesn't start light either. It's like, we start heavy and you're just like, that was fucked up. And again, like the one thing that I like about it is the mix with like, so when we talk about like paranormal horror films, most of the time what that has to do with the reason that these people made a paranormal horror film isn't so much they wanted to or they wrote a great story for one. It's usually to do with budget and oh we then we don't need to do this or that. But like there's some great practical effects in this, which means that this was a, this was an act of creative choice to make it about the paranormal because there's plenty of physical um horror in it as well yeah you know what exactly. I mean? like, it's a really good balance and so like for me like right off the bat i was like oh okay like they chose to do this like they weren't shunned into it they weren't like constricted into this genre like like i said like a lot of the right. found footage amateur films are that's why it's so abundant but um right off the bat it's kind of like a little thing to those people who think about that stuff being like oh no like we did this on purpose. <laughs> yeah, like, they oh, they okay. very they very clearly that's that's a great point. They very clearly um were out to make something that 
felt familiar, but was definitely a departure from what you're used to seeing and feeling and hearing in one of these movies. It's very, uh, yeah. Like that first, the the first instance for me was kind of like almost them being like telling you straight out, like, Oh, Oh, we could have made a slasher. Like mm-hmm. we, like yeah. we could have done this, but we're going to take you somewhere else. And like straight from that moment, you're just like, well, that was horrible. <laughs> like yeah. that was dreadful. And, um, and we haven't even really dipped a toe in yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the uh, the and the the effects and just the palette of this—it's just this. All of the uh, all the scares, all of the you know they they do the they do the 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 white eyes and they do all of that stuff for you know people that are either perhaps possessed or you know demons taking the shape of whatever they do all those things but they kind of they couple it with this they couple it with this like dirty grimy like it's you know dirt it's it's the palette you would expect the scenery to have in a secluded you know backwoods farm like this it's a it's almost it's almost like everything is everything's coated in a, a very uh thin film of dust you know, it's yeah. like even even the even the effect shots, even the outright you know effect shots, feel as though they're kind of they're dirty in a way. And and I I really I really didn't the first time the first time I I saw like the I think the the uh, the barn scene in the beginning, um, with uh I think it's the it's Virginia, I think, is the lady uh, that they go and investigate her death. That was like, that was like too real. Like the the shot on the shot out into the field with her, I, she hung yeah. herself. I can't go around it. This yeah, lady that hangs no. herself and in in, in the, and the shot that's under her feet, under her legs, out with the lambs running underneath her, was like, it was. It was simultaneously. It could have been, been a canvas. Yeah, it like could, it, yeah. It's, it's it's like if you ever looked into those type of like I, I think these are like the type of artists that kind of like you know like maybe not now but like in like early two thousands like trendy LA like art installations like these morbid artists mm. like this could have been on a canvas like it's it's a it's a morbidly beautiful shot. Yeah. Right, like it, like it's it's weirdly symbolic, but it's also like it's it, I don't know, it, it's it's a really strange shot, but it just has this like type of thing that it could just be a still image, and and it just has this like right because it doesn't this, in like, the way they the way they move the way they move the camera the the way they move the camera the foreground doesn't move right, and it's a you know it's a it's a thing it's it's super it's super simple you. And it's and it's super subtle to do. You you push in on a dolly and you you push in on a dolly and you zoom back out. You zoom all the way in and then you push out on a you push in on a dolly and zoom all the way back out. And it makes the it makes the the background shrink into the foreground. And they do it kind of in a subtle way when they move the camera in that shot. And it it almost feels as though. Uh, I guess maybe it, maybe it's supposed to feel as like the the outside world encroaching in. 
or something encroaching in on this reality, that kind of thing. And yeah. I thought I was like, man, what a what a what a, a a ballsy, interesting, almost distracting in a way thing to do in in fairly early fairly early on in the film. And then you kind of yeah. learn later on. It's like, oh, that's that's kind of that wasn't like that wasn't like a one off thing. The palette of this whole movie is very almost surrealist and and dark and dirty and very brown and gray and uh it's yeah. it's, it's equal parts equal parts uh exciting and disturbing to look at it's pretty cool it's, uh yeah no exactly like how i would describe that scene is kind of like what we get throughout this film is that like it's not just you know it, it's not like gore fest blood splur and everywhere type of horror it's actually like visually like screen still composition so well like to the point like i said like it's just it's it's kind it's it's wrongly beautiful Mm. right like it's it's so like uh, yeah it's a hard one to i think when you see it you'll like understand what that mix of words even means but like that that's kind of what i got from it like if it was any other type of film it it's like they they shoot that shot like it's a landscape of like the Grand Canyon or like the Stacked Rocks, Arizona or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so like I I don't know the word, but it's it's so like city skyline. Like it, it it's such a scene set of a shot. Like you're just like, yeah, it could just last longer than it does it like sticks with you yeah right? like because when you think of that scene you can see it not as a moving thing but as like a still image but like you said with the zoom and with the with the dolly coming in and zooming out it is alive yeah but it's also still like and mm-hmm. it, it's yeah it adds like a life it, it, it it's a clever thing to do in a film like that because it adds like a, a energy to a still shot like where everything's static almost right like yeah and uncomfortable that's what it is and the i I think i did a little research because i was curious and the i mean the director of photography that tristan nibby i think is that person's name uh correct i'm not about to go on imdb again to figure that out but he did a lot of uh he did a lot of uh music videos uh, okay. A lot of, and he has a couple. Uh, he has a couple uh, video game type universe things uh, to his uh, to his credit. Lots of short film. Lots of. Uh, I, to interrupt you, as I always do, I it's weird because as you were saying that, I was like, dude, I fucking know what you're talking about because I looked that up as well. Me and the missus looked that up after watching it. We looked at some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Because because it is one of those, it's visually jarring. It's so different. It, the genre is very like it's nothing you haven't seen before, but it's done in a way that left us with questions. <laughs> like yeah, and like he and and I I guess you I I mean you obviously you obviously make the things you 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 take you take in, in into account experiences in and all those different types of things and 
he did uh, the bury your friend video from uh, from Billie Eilish. That was one of his his credits. I looked it up. Don't kill me. Um, <laughs> which and that's a uh, that's an inc- that's almost a horror film. It's not like Tim Burton's Arkham Asylum dark. Like it doesn't try too hard, right. right? Like the setting is very ordinary, but it's just got this uncomfortable Texas chainsaw darkness to it. Mm-hmm. Like where like there's there's no help here. Like you know what I mean? Like this is yeah, this is bad. Definitely. Um, um, so like, what what's your uh, What's your what's your Guggenheimen scale? The the patented movie Sherpas. We're we're not taking it we're not taking it out for every single film just yet. We're we're refining it. But uh, what would be what would be your rating, uh, one to ten, on the Dark and the Wicked, Mister? I'd I'd say just on like consistency compared to like the the high points of the the scariness of this film i i'd i i venture to give it like something like an eight like i i think that there's you're 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 just in it the whole time like Mm. and it only gets worse right like it's already bad and it only gets worse and so i i think for the entirety of the film i'd I'd give it an eight just for that because like i said that's what you that's what you wanted Right. Like, yeah. No, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a, a a rare thing, and and I'm gonna one up you. I give it. I give it a nine. Actually, I'm. Uh, this is close to, for for me at least, because uh, I when when I'm watching horror movies, yeah, I like the story. I like the the uh, the the tone. But for me, a horror movie has to. The horror movie has to feel heavy a horror movie has to feel oppressive especially when we're talking about the things that we're talking about in this movie you know it's that's i i loved the i loved the cleansing hour and everything but you know yeah. it was it, it, even though it was a dark palette movie it was peppy it was bright it was you know it was it was shot through the lens of the internet you know this movie this movie is you know it has all of the darkness and and weight and grime and filth that you know the Texas like Texas Chainsaw has all the all the grit that those movies uh, you know made famous. This this movie really it's really kind of a, a tactile thing. The the visuals are almost thick, and me being who I am, I suppose I I. I love I love that type of color palette. So I give it I give it a nine. the 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 visuals are on point. The acting is on point. The story is on point. The just the the overall feeling this movie gives you. It's like it, it's it's really truly a horror movie. Like it's really yeah, truly specifically there just to unsettle you and scare the shit out of you. And and I I. I, there's a couple of those on this on this list for sure, but I think this one, um, this one for me, just kind of it. It's a, it's almost almost perfect, almost perfect. Yeah, and I don't know what that no. perfect thing is. I don't know what that it might just be the amount of alcohol that I've had or something like that. That might be what gives a movie ticks it over from nine to ten. I don't know, 
But for me at this point, this this movie's a, a solid a solid nine. It's almost almost a ten. Yeah, right. well, I, it's it's hard to argue against that. I mean, the considering the baseline of the film, it's right. impressive that they're able to get you out of your seat at any point, right? Like, because mm-hmm. the baseline, we're already in so high. Like, it, it's yeah, it, it's pretty high octane in an uncomfortably slow way right and that's not to say the film is slow but it's like it's like a slow explosion Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like it's it's like like the uh it's like the the drone it's like the drone uh cello note from the dark knight that signifies when the joker's there it's this constant uncomfortable build of this note that seems that seems to be constantly peaking but never never gets to a point of being too loud or never gets to a point of you think you thinking it's going to complete. That's kind of what this movie does uh, with, with the tone and with the atmosphere. There's always this early on, there's this constant like hair on the back of your neck, standing up kind of thing. There's never a, never, never a quiet moment. I mean, we said that in the beginning of the, of the, uh, the episode where it's a lot of times these movies, give you a freebie you know that's uh, the first night's a mulligan yeah. nothing really yeah some maybe a weird maybe something's gonna fall off a bookcase maybe you hear your name whispered but nothing really crazy this movie yeah. the second this movie like like the best ones you know you enter the house the door closes behind you and you're fucked <laughs> you know it, it yeah, doesn't the, give yeah, you a the... chance to breathe which is cool yeah I, I, I kind of drew some kind of like parallels with um, the witch just because mm-hmm. there's something mm-hmm. about the livestock that brings this weird, like almost like ancient, like fear. Like, I don't know what it is about those secluded yeah farm like settings that just brings this like backwoods kind like, of uh... it's an uh, yeah, it's like an unquantifiable extra that like bumps it up a couple notches, right? Totally. Like, in, no, I agree with that. Thing. I don't, I don't, I don't really know what that is, but it, it's definitely there. I mean, if, if you look at like, um, did you see the new trailer for Paranormal Activity where they're at like the, no. um, the Amish, fucking, they're in like an Amish community or something. It's like I, I have not. I seen know, that. like. They've completely changed the the way for that. Um, again, I'm sure it's going to end. It's going to give us too much. Yeah, I it's going like. to give us something. It's going to give us a weird thing that happens at the end, and they're going to try to shock us. I don't know. Fuck your mainstream movies, yo. That's it, man. Yeah, fuck fuck all the butt. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, it's yeah. a. It's that it, we're we're. We're moving on heavy into this list here. Uh, again, I mean, we said in the past couple of episodes. I mean, what a what a what an opportunity this uh, season was for us to really refine the format, to really dig in and try to figure out this whole podcast. Um, to those of you who are listening and you know struggling along with us and everything, and 
and and and yeah. hearing what we have to say about about all these movies that you that you may have never heard of before uh y'all are are really y'all are helping this become as good as it could be you know you're the you're, movie show up a promise though is that you guys listen to us we will listen to you Exactly. It's a, it's a two-way channel. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to be standoffish if you hit us up with something. You better believe that we're going to talk about it on the thing. We won't just hit you back with a like yeah. or no, you're, a you're... short comment. No, like we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll have, a, we'll have a discussion about it. And whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, um, yeah. I, I, we, we have no prejudice. Um, I just freaked in, in myself that. out. I, I looked up. And I come? no. <laughs> well, I got the. I have. I have. We're technically three. Like three things are happening right now. I've got my main screen. I've got uh, my outbound broadcasting software, and I have the Twitch feed. And I moved on this, and then all of a sudden I moved over here somewhere, and it freaked me out because I was used to seeing the feed in real time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry oh, about Jesus. if you saw like the <laughs> if you saw like the color drain from my face real quick, it was because I thought there was a hand <laughs> like coming out of the yeah. corner of my my uh my monitor yeah. up there. But um, yes, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's a two way channel, man. Um if you sit through these podcasts and you enjoy them in any capacity, or maybe there's parts where you don't like like we like I said, you hit us up with something. We'll hear you out also. Um, exactly. Uh, you know, it's it's a conversation piece, man. Like, we will listen as much as we talk, which is, yeah. if you listen to these things, it's an awful lot. It's, exactly. a, it's a, a lot of listening. And you can, you can hit us up on Twitter at movie underscore Sherpas. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook on our Facebook group, Movie Sherpas Podcast. Uh, hopefully... At maybe some point we could do some visual episodes for you guys. Also, uh, if you caught the live format and you want us to do maybe a, a live podcast or or two a month or something like that, or maybe do some special stuff, let us know on those platforms. You can find us on all platforms from Spotify to Google Podcasts uh, and everything in between, Breaker, Anchor, all those types of things. And, uh, yeah, keep your stick on the ice, I suppose, as Red Green would say. Yeah, man. I mean, why not? Warren doesn't even know um, who that is. Arnold <laughs> Palmer's and... and um, Russian you know, hookers. Joe Montana's and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.